0: All right, everybody, welcome to The Positive Punch. Today's episode is a very special uh, episode all about the power of self-talk. And uh, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, he's an amazing mentor of mine. He's uh, an entrepreneur in the financial services industry, building an incredibly successful business. He's been in the industry for over uh, over 10 years now. And uh, quite honestly, I've heard this man speak at many events as well. And he's a powerful speaker, a motivator team builder, coach, and uh, like I said, a very special friend of mine. He was one of the first mentors I had in business. And so I'm very, very excited to have him on today's episode. So help me welcome uh, Mr. Chris Ossipovich. So Chris, thank you very much for being here today. Yeah, happy to be here, Jordan. Uh, I talked about this in my previous episodes, but Chris and I did a, a positive punch recording way back when I first got started, had some technical difficulties. And unfortunately, that interview got lost up in space. So we're redoing an interview um, and I'm very excited to go through it. But uh, the title of today's episode is all about the power of self-talk. So Chris, before we get into kind of the topic, I just want to know, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself uh, and your journey in entrepreneurship and kind of how you got started? Yeah, absolutely, Jordan. Um, I guess now I've been in business for myself, uh, this is uh,
1: 14 years now um, that I've had a business where basically, you know, I've uh, uh, gone down the field of entrepreneurship or, you know, you, don't really have a boss, but you've got other hey mentorship and and, and colleagues that you can um, you know still have discussions with and, and and run ideas past. But I think deep down, um, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur when I was a young uh, kid. When it snowed, you know, I've, I've I've lived in Calgary my whole life, so you'd have the you know the hot summers and the cold winters. But uh, you know, whether it was in um, junior high and and there was a big uh, snowfall, I'd be you know after dinner I'd get the shovel out, whether I went by myself or with a couple other friends and. You know, go knock on all the neighbors doors or other um, homes in our community, ask if they want their uh, their driveways uh, shoveled. And, uh, you know, as you kind of start learning that it's like a numbers game, right? There's certain people that never answer their door. Some people were sometimes and then there's those uh, customers that they're they're happy to have you come by because they don't they don't want to shovel the snow. And it worked the same in the summertime, you know, going and mowing lawns. And I think just the ability to go out, um, you know, obviously. Provide value, and that was that was a way I could provide value even before I was an adult. Um, but just the fact that you could go out and you know provide value, and even in the smallest ways, but then start to earn your own income, I think that always um, intrigued me, Jordan. And then um, you know I, I I went to school um, in Calgary, went to went to business school um, here in Calgary, and I was working in the oil and gas industry, but that was an employee role in my early twenties. And I don't know, early on in my even in my twenties, you know I. I would say I had a you know a decent job for where I was at for for my age in my early 20s, but I I already um, could tell my my Monday mornings felt very different than my Friday afternoons. I don't know if you can relate to that, or I'm sure some of your listeners Absolutely. can. And um, I think I just knew from an early age that man, if I was feeling this in my in my early 20s, do I really want to stay in a career where you know those different days have different uh, feelings in the pit of your stomach? And and deep down, I didn't really feel like I was adding. Um, a ton of value, uh, like I knew I could. So um, I, I was very fortunate. I had, I had a good friend of mine I grew up playing baseball with had um, had passed my name along uh, to someone in the financial industry. Um, he, he met with a, a gentleman, knew they were expanding, and uh, again, very grateful they passed my name along because I was just at a point where I uh, I wanted something bigger and better, and you know I didn't want a boss or a manager, but I I, I did want to have uh, a shot at entrepreneurship and. And I think deep down, nobody really wants a manager or another adult telling them what to do, but we all deep down, I think we do, um, want coaches or mentors that can just, you know, point us on the right path and then let us, uh, let us go and, um, you know, f- figure out our, 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 respective business in whatever field it is. So, um, so that's a little bit about, I don't know, my background and my, um, my field with entrepreneurship, um, it's, you know, every, every day is different. Every day is a journey, um you know, I started out where I, um, it was just my my girlfriend and I now, now that girlfriend became my fiance and then my wife, and we've got, you know, three young kids now. So, um, you know, the journey changes every day is a little bit different, but I, uh, I love it, right? I love, uh, I love variety. I love um, um, meeting and and networking and masterminding with, with different uh, people that have different skill sets. And I think that's just, hey, you, you, you enjoy the journey, right? So,
0: yeah, absolutely. That's amazing, Chris, and I can definitely relate to to some of the things you were talking about in your story there, especially the um when you talked about how your your Fridays felt very different than your Mondays, you know, being in university um before I started in business for myself, that was kind of always the way it was, you know, Monday to Friday it was studying, all about the the grind, getting our work done and and for those, you know, they'd go to classes, then they'd go to work, and then the weekends would come and, you know, it would just be people partying, trying to forget all the work that they had, right? And So definitely, definitely understand that. And, uh, you know, Chris, I I also love what you said there at the beginning, how you started off with, uh, with shoveling, and you just realized that, hey, you could, you know, help and serve other people and, and uh, figure out a way to get paid and be successful that way. And I think you've started to do that in the financial services industry, not just by, you know, helping, uh, you know, people understand financial literacy, but also, uh, you know, training and developing other entrepreneurs. I know you have a successful team. And so, that's amazing, but now when it comes to entrepreneurship, Chris, I know uh, one of the things that we often talk about is is the the roller coaster of it, right? And the ups and downs in business. And so, uh, I guess let's let's dive into that a little bit and talk about what kind of challenges you've overcome in your journey in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and uh, also what kind of you know self talk you have for yourself, and and how do you push yourself through the challenges to become you know successful on the other end.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question, Jordan. Um, if I reflect back, it, it, it really does all come down to um, belief, right? Maybe it's, um, you know, someone starting in a, in a different field. Well, hey, your knowledge and experience and your your confidence in that field is not going to be at an all-time high, right? It's, it's it's no different than if you're learning a new language, you're learning a new instrument, um, you're learning a, a different sport or a... Uh, I don't know. You're joining a new exercise class, um, something like that, right? Your 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 confidence and your ability on how to do it is, is not going to come overnight, and um, I think people just need to to come to grips with that and just and just accept that. Um, and then also, I think it's understanding too, Jordan, is that as you know, associations are massive. Like you know, we've we've all heard that saying: you usually average the five people you surround yourselves uh, with the most. Um, but when I started, you know, when I when I took a real serious um, look at becoming an entrepreneur, and and to be honest with you, Jordan, my first you know six months to even my first year where you know I, I could call myself an entrepreneur, um, if I'm being honest with everyone, I, I treated it like a hobby. I wasn't quite committed. Um, was the belief in myself where it is today? No, like I had to continue to work on that, and my and my skill set definitely. Uh, wasn't where it is. Obviously, I've, I've, I've been in this field now for over a decade. So, you know, you put your hours in and you master your craft. And again, it starts to build more and more confidence. But I think I just quickly realized too, is that um, if I do want to become a successful entrepreneur, it, it is very important to um, surround yourself with guys and gals that have been down a similar path. And that doesn't necessarily need to be in the exact same business or field, um, so to speak. But, you know, guys and gals that have, have started out with no guarantee of success, you know, as an entrepreneur, there is no guaranteed paycheck. There is no guaranteed results. And um, and I think that's just something that, you know, a lot in society we're used to. You, you put in some work, you put in some hours at a, at a job or at a place of employment, and they, you know, they pay you later that month or in the next couple of weeks, right? We're all used to that concept. So the fact of going in and you put through all this effort, and you're not compensated immediately for those efforts, right? So I'd have some buddies from baseball, and I... If I, if I reflect back, I don't think any of them were really in business for themselves, right? They were all uh, employees and there's nothing wrong with that. But I would have a lot of them, you know, throwing some, um, <laughs> throwing some mud, uh, throwing some some comments that weren't quite uh, confidence building. It was, it was more deteriorating uh, comments like, oh, Chris, you're, you're putting all these extra hours. We don't see it around as much, quite as much as baseball, you know, like, you know, is this business blowing up yet or, you know, booming? Like, what's what, what's the point of it? You know, all this stuff that's just kind of, testing your, your commitment and your belief. So I know, I, you know, from successful associations and people that I, I, again, I did start to to ask for their mentorship and just, you know, you start to understand how they think and how they take on different challenges. But one, one thing that came up, Jordan, and again, it's always stuck with me is, is the power of, um, self-talk affirmations, but just what you're saying to yourself. Um, because we are, no one can disagree with that. We are with ourselves 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can't escape yourself. So you, you, you better learn to like, you know, be a, be a voice and build an own internal voice that your, your internal dialogue that again, starts to build you up and um, you know, can, can help you get through those tough times versus if it's just on autopilot or it's you know, the whole topic of self-talk, I, you know, even through all my competitive sports and baseball, like, I don't know that, that, that uh, term or that dialogue, it was like that I had never heard of it before. It just didn't. I'm like, what are you talking about self-talk? Like, is this positive brainwashing? Like, what the heck is this? Right. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I, I I read a book years ago that was recommended through another book. um, But it was uh, by a, a, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Shad Helmstetter. And it's called What You Say When You Talk to Yourself. And from, you know, I've read tons of good books on, you know, personal development, self-discovery, leadership, um, psychology, you, you name it. But it's it's one that I've gone back and I've probably reread it three times uh, throughout my life just because as you do grow and adapt, um, you know, you, you, nothing's ever stagnant. You're either growing or, or, or dying. Um, and I think it's just one to go back and as, as you grow and you hit different milestones in your life, whether it's in relationships and business and, and fitness or financial goals, um you, you got to go back and and start to see hey where, where do i want to set new goals and what beliefs do i need to have so that i can make these goals a reality and um and really if 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 you're not conscious of what you're saying to yourself and again no one's perfect right no one does this perfectly all the time um but more often than not i think you'd agree most people have a negative dialogue with themselves they 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 doubt themselves they they you know deep down i don't think i can do this i'm not great enough what, who am i like who am I to be an entrepreneur? I have never done this before. All, all these things that just start to peck at their at their confidence versus, hey, what would you say if you were building yourself up, right? So um, it's something to reflect on and, and, and think about. Like, what is it that you're actually saying to yourself on a daily basis when you catch yourself having those thoughts, right? So,
0: Yeah, I think the, the autopilot is the key that what you said there is, is most people are on autopilot with their thoughts, right? And they never really understand that um, you know we have we have thousands and thousands of thoughts every day, and some are repeated more than others, right? And and I I heard this one quote that I love by by Craig Rochelle, another leadership um, book author that I love. He said, "Your life often moves in the direction of your strongest thought." And so, if you think if if people are mostly on autopilot with their thoughts, they're never going to understand where their life is going because they don't know what their strongest thought is. And so, when you talk about you know building that self-talk and, and understanding your thought process. I think that's really key. But when it comes into the to the work that you've done in, in terms of that, you know, and, and how to understand what you're thinking and, and how to shift your thinking, uh, what are some key pointers that you can give people on on that topic and, and really how to just manage your thoughts better?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. I would say um, start, to, start to schedule in. You, you, you got to build systems, right? Because like learning anything, um, until it becomes habitual, Jordan, you're not going to really see um, any results. So for example, if I wanted to learn Spanish, I can't just expect to read over some Spanish notes here this afternoon for an hour and expect to have a fluent conversation with somebody in Spanish a week later. Does that make sense? So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, so it really is. Um, and, and is there one way to do it? No, absolutely not. There's, there's a lot of different ways, whether people just start um, <clears throat> writing the writing down some some more positive, empowering um, affirmations on in, in different areas of their life. And that book that I referenced, um, man, that book's just littered with um, awesome, um, powerful, uh, upgraded self-talk compared to what most people are using. Um, I remember the first time reading through it, um, not only did I notice things that I'd be saying to myself all the time, but oh my goodness, do you become aware just in other, listening to other conversations, like things that you pick up um, in their conversations that again, if you're kind of on autopilot, it just, it just flies under the radar on, on just simple, simple ways on how you can, how you can upgrade, upgrade that. Right. So for an example of one that I hear all the time, people say, oh, I'm so bad at remembering names. I'm so bad at remembering names, Jordan. It's like right in the book, it says, you know, you like almost want to like stop people right in their tracks and say like, no, Jordan, you're getting better at remembering names. And then, you know, eventually you're, I am excellent at remembering names. I remember people's names frequently and often. And, um, and one thing when it comes to the topic of of self-talk to go back to how you can do it. I don't know. It, it, it could be like, you know, even, even right now, like I have some little like recipe cue cards. They're nothing uh, sexy or beautiful or anything, but sometimes I put them in my, in my, um, my suit pocket or in my, in my, in my, um, in my coat or whatever it is. Um, and I've just got on some recipe cards, you know, just some, some affirmations that I like to say to myself, whether it's in the morning or heck it could be just in between um, in between appointments in the afternoon. If I've got two minutes there, I just pull them out. Hey, go through them. If, if I'm in my room, I can say them aloud. If I'm out and about, I can just even read them. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, you, if everyone heard you just speaking these things out aloud, you're going to sound all pompous and full of yourself, but that's, <laughs> I, I kind of laugh about that, but it's like, Hey, you gotta, no one else is going to believe in you more than you're going to believe in yourself. So you, you really deep down, you do need to be your biggest uh, support and, and cheerleader. And I think the key thing Jordan is just putting systems in place so that it does start to become, Uh, automatic. So for example, when I, when I was um, like years ago, I had just come um, full-time into the financial industry. So I was fortunate I was able to basically transition um, where I didn't have to quit my oil and gas uh, employment job, like just cold Turkey. I was able to transition into the field that I run my business now. Um, But I, um, I had actually recorded um, a bunch of these, you know, self-talk affirmations and, each night, it just became a habitual habit that I um, had them recorded. And actually, it even says in the, in the one book, you can record them yourself, which is better than doing nothing. But an even improved strategy is to have a, a friend or a mentor or somebody else that you know, to actually go through and record those for you. Because it's no different, right? If you, Do you like hearing your voice on an on a answering machine, Jordan, or even when you listen to yourself, afterwards of a recorded voice, right? I think it's just human nature. We're all kind of like, oh, is that how my voice sounds? Right? Like am I, I don't know if you, I'm alone with that, but I think most people
0: No, when I first started the the podcast, I remember going, I, I hated listening to the episodes when other people were on listening to it and I was in the same room. I, I just couldn't do it at first. It was it was a weird feeling for sure. So exactly right. So so no
1: anyway I reached out to a, a good friend and mentor of mine and um yeah I don't know he took 15, 20 minutes to record these um, you know, affirmations or self-talk that I had written out that at that time in my life, Jordan, those were the specific things that I really wanted to focus and hone in on. And it became a habit that literally, like before I went to bed, I, I popped my little ear, earbuds in and I would listen to those as I was falling asleep because it was about 15, 20 minutes. And who knows, some nights when I was exhausted, I might've already been asleep, but it was just whatever subliminally still going in through my ears. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I remember at that point in my business, Again, wasn't immediate, but probably in like the next two to three months, I saw some massive shifts. And I think the biggest shift was just my 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 confidence level um, started going up because I'm not just listening to those things, but I also like, I just found I was more in a in a flow state. Um, I had more creative ideas, or just um, you know re- referrals. Just th- things were just flowing into my life more freely, and I just, it just it just didn't seem as difficult and as as much effort was required. But again, I, I was putting myself and I was feeding those things into my mind on a, on a, on a consistent basis. And, um, and I just think really, yeah, like my overall confidence started to, to build and go up. Cause that's, again, that's what I was putting into my brain more frequently than thoughts of doubt and, you know, kind of disrespecting myself, if, if that makes sense. So, so whether people write them down or record them or w- whatever it is, right, there's no right or wrong. Some might work better for others um, than how they worked for me um but just finding what those are and just saying hey how can i upgrade uh that dialogue or that talk that i that i have to myself and just like again just like learning a language i went back to that spanish example you know if you just did it for an hour one time i'm sorry it's not gonna stick there but if you actually put in the time and effort just like if you were to learn a new language or jordan i know i know you're you know you've got a background in music as well if if you were teaching me the drums, you wouldn't just teach me once you'd probably give me some things I could habitually do on a daily basis. And eventually it would just start to become second nature. Right. So it's, I think it's the same thing when you really, um, are exploring the topic of, of self-talk That Hey, have some fun with it and, and just be consistent with it, be consistent with it. Don't expect perfection because no one's perfect. Um, but the, the, the more that you're doing that, you're going to find, Hey, your, your self dialogue is going to be more on a positive note than it is more of a, you're, you're, you're cutting yourself down or deteriorating your, your own self-worth.
0: Yeah. I think the more you do something, the more, the less you even really have to think about it. Like the more repetition you do, the more it just becomes like an involuntary action. You know, you talked about music. I often relate that as well because um, you know, I recently was recording a couple songs with uh with a couple buddies of mine and we played the songs, you know, probably like, leading up to the recording session we practiced those songs you know we would do it two three times a week for about four four hours wow. well two two three four hours right repeating the same same five songs and uh we did that for you know months on end and at first like the songs i had to think about what i was doing right remember which parts i had to come in on the drums which times i had to do the fills but then as we got to the end you know it got to the point where where i could just involuntarily really just play the song i remember one time we were um, playing the song near the end. And I remember we finished the song and I had to ask myself, did I really just play that song? Because my mind was totally somewhere else. I was thinking about, you know, business at the time that I wasn't even focused on the song, yet I could play the entire thing without realizing it. And so I think it's it's the same thing with our self-talk. You know, we got to, at first, we have to, you know, under we have to take captive our thoughts um, and it's going to feel awkward at first, right? And we're going to realize that there's, a lot more negative thoughts than we thought, and so it's going to take a lot more work. But then, as we continuously put these systems systems in place, like you mentioned, uh, our brain's going to involuntary now think about positive positive affirmations. The more and more we do it, right? So absolutely, so and, I think, I and just to add to that, Jordan, that. yeah, when you're when you're starting to program these
1: these thoughts and ideas and beliefs into your mind yours, whether it's your subconscious or whatnot, your, 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 your greater mind is going to go to work and get creative on, okay. Um, how, what, what things am I going to attract or what things am I going to do? Or, um, what things am I going to eliminate from my life that don't, that aren't in alignment with those things I'm telling myself? Cause, um, and this is where too, I've never been a smoker. I don't smoke cigarettes too, but I've known a lot of people that have struggled with the, the habit of quitting, um, smoking or cigarettes. And I know like from friends of mine that have smoked for a long time, um, it can be a hard habit, habit to, to kick. But I know a lot of them have gone through, whether it's different self-talk or some of them have gone through hypnosis, which is kind of the same idea of, uh, of uh, changing your belief system or whatnot. And that's and that's really just helped them, again, kick that habit. And once they're repeating that over and over again, they literally get disgusted when they pull a cigarette up near their face, like, or near their their body, right? So it just, um, again, the, the habit and the consistency of doing it on a routine basis is is vital to to seeing results.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I, and I think too, you know, it, um, when it comes to this stuff, affirmations and things like that. One thing I, I get from a lot of people is that they think that we're just kind of blocking the negativity, right, and and just ignoring it. But I think it's more, it's more just you know understanding the the negativity and replacing it with something that serves us better, right? We're not necessarily blocking it; we're replacing it and and learning how to train our mind to. Um, you know, think, think better about ourselves so that we can, you know, ultimately create better behaviors and actions. Right. So Absolutely. that's extremely important. Yeah, no, I, I, appreciate everything you've said, Chris, and I always love all your analogies and and everything that you say and just kind of uh, nearing the end here, Chris, I guess, um, if you could have one piece of advice to people who are maybe looking to start out ways to improve their thinking and, you know in into the affirmations what 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 is one piece of advice that you could give them well let's see i would um i would sit down
1: you know somewhere, somewhere quiet put your put your phone away or or whatnot and maybe yeah on a piece of paper you know write write out what are what are the things what are the thoughts that just pop into your into your head and it might be at different times of the day or if it's in Fits in business, what are, again, what are, what are some of the things or maybe when you're driving, I don't know, just, just certain, um, thoughts or whatnot come into your head and, and literally just, yeah, record them just as they come, don't judge them whether they're positive, negative. Um, but like you said earlier, yeah, you, you got to take a look at those ones. If there's, if there's self-limiting beliefs, that's it's, it really is like driving, uh, with your foot on the, with your foot on the brake. Right. So, um, it can be like, um, I don't know, that the example I used earlier that like, oh, I'm, I'm bad at remembering names. Or if you catch yourself saying that, I'm bad at remembering names. How could you stop? And then again, just just change that to to a more positive. So it doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm perfect at remembering names. I mean, that, that would be, I mean, that's, that's a more positive one as well. But even the one that I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I, I'm improving. I am getting better at remembering names. It's it's one that's like, that's that's leading in a more positive direction. There's some growth, there's some improvement there. And you know what? I, that, that's one I, I, I use it as an example, Jordan, because um, even, even to this day in my business, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm by no means perfect, but there's little things that I do that I, I get that compliment all the time. Oh, Chris, you're really good at remembering names. And it's not like I have a psychic memory, but there's just little things that I've done as I've said that to myself over and over again. And it's funny how different uh, friends or, or, or people have given me little tips on that, on that thing, um, you know, like in, in my contacts, in my phone, if, um, if I have a, if I have a, a customer or a client and their dog's name is um, Jasper, for example, I just put that in my notes or if their kid's names are, or are, 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 Chad and Amanda, I, I, I just put that in my notes. So as I'm going to do a review or I'm going to be calling them up, a lot of times I just quickly, you know, pull up their, their contact in my phone and you know, those things are there. So when I'm, when I'm talking to them, it's just, it's just fresh in my mind. Again, it's, it's easy to recall. And they're like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, we haven't seen you in a little while. How, you're always so good at remembering names. And it's, it's not like I have a brilliant mind. It's just, I've put little things in place that have, that have served me. Right. If that makes sense. So going back to it, Jordan is, yeah, just taking the time, whether it's um, in, in, in a reflection hour or whatnot, and just, and, and be honest with yourself, what are the things you're writing down, whether it's towards your business, towards your health, towards your relationships, towards, um, you know uh, other belief systems that you have, and if you're catching those ones that aren't serving you, serving you, just just highlight them. Or how can you change that if, if it's a negative or a um, one that kind of deteriorates your self belief? What what can you change in that statement, and and, and flip it to a more empowering or, or or positive statement? And then once you have that, then boom, like what what is your system? Do you like? are you going to put them on little cue cards? Like I have you can, like, while you're brushing your teeth in the morning, you can be reviewing those while you're um, driving in the, in the car, you can have those recorded on your phone, just have them, have them playing. Right. Like, I, I mean, I don't care. I, I, have had some people like, guys, I'm listening to that and they, they think I'm crazy, but you know what, they're, I, I hate to say it. A lot of them aren't entrepreneurs. They're not really in a field where they're, they're, they're trying to grow and become better. And again, everyone has their uh, choice of what they want to do, but by studying successful people, um a, a lot of them again they, they they do have um a system in place to improve their self-dialogue and and from most successful mentors and people i've met that are extremely mentally tough like man they are very conscious jordan of what they're saying to themselves on a daily basis so
0: absolutely uh,
1: so i don't know that that's one little tip that's just an easy one to do with pen, uh, pen and pencil and then just eliminate the negative ones how can, how can you flip that or just change some of the wording in that and then and then put that on your new your new scripts or your new, your new affirmations that you want to start to incorporate.
0: Yeah. You know, that, that's a great tip. And, and you look like you, you talk about the names um, and how people will often say, oh, you know, I'm bad at remembering names or, uh, you know, the minute I think the minute somebody says they're bad at something or the other one you hear a lot of people say is, oh, it's just who I am. Right. Those kind of phrases, when you, the more and more you say it, the more and more, I think it tells your brain that you're accepting this and that there's no room for change. Yeah. And so when when you said, you know, instead of saying I'm bad at remembering names, you say I'm getting better at remembering names. Now, all of a sudden, I think the more you say that, the more your brain is going to look for solutions to be better at remembering names. 100%. 100%. And uh, I remember actually a tip. I got this from you. I remember I remember sitting at the office and, and you said this. Um, it was in relating to sports. I think it was golf at the time you were talking about. And you said, oh, anytime you go and, and you miss a putt, instead of you know beating yourself up or or talking about how bad that putt was, you just say to yourself, "That's unlike me," right? And then that way, it's that now by saying that phrase, you're you're no longer thinking you're bad at putting. It's just that you made a mistake, and you can correct it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No. And I and, and that, I heard that yeah. one.
1: And you know, I've, I've golfed with you, Jordan. I'm I'm not I'm not quitting my business anytime soon to join the PGA Tour, but <laughs> you know what I mean, though. But it's like, oh, if I'm if I'm golfing and I putt and I miss it, I'm like, oh, I always shank those left careful what you say. And then you just kind of say, ah, that's not like me. The next time you're standing over the ball, like you're standing there with an expectation that you expect it to go in or or get close to the hole. Right. And it's, um, anyway, it's just, it's just one of those little things, right. That doesn't mean you're going to be a scratch golfer if you say that one or two times, but it's just a a habitual thing. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, the more and more you say it, the more and more your brain's just going to look, look for that to happen. Right. I mean, I've I've caught myself doing the same thing in disc golf where I there's there's a couple whole couple baskets where it always seemed like I would shoot far into the left of the trees and every time I'd catch myself saying that I do that every time my brain notices when it happens and it's hard to correct it so now I I just look for ways to to tell myself okay you know that's unlike me I can I can get it towards the basket this time right so yeah just all about those little course corrections which I love so yeah. But Chris, no, I, I want to thank you so much for for everything you've shared. And and I guess uh the last thing we'll do here that I like to to get from people is hey, what are what are your top three uh book picks you think that have that have really shaped, you know, the course of your career and your personal life? You know, three books that that you find really spoke to you. And I know you mentioned the one, you know, what you say when you talk to yourself. Um, but hey, what are what are some of your favorite books do you think that for people going out and and maybe getting started in, in their personal growth journey, uh, would you recommend? Yeah, no, that's, oh,
1: that's a great question. And I mean,
0: oh, there's so many that I really
1: do enjoy that, that one that I mentioned. So Dr. Shad Helmstetter, it's S H A D. And then Helm Helmstetter kind of how is how it's pronounced, what to say when you talk to yourself, it's written, it's written from decades ago, but I, I don't know, I would say that's more relevant. Um, now than, than even before when it was first written. So that's, that's one that's provided a ton of value to me. Um, another one, if it's really breaking through belief systems and um, there are several chapters actually that have a lot on affirmations is beyond positive thinking by Dr. Robert Anthony. It's a book that I've read several times. And, you know, when I go back through my, my journal, cause I, I just don't read books with a heck of reading them. Cause again, I, I know my memory's not great perfect. I got three young kids Heck, I can hardly remember what I had for dinner last night. Um, but when I go back, you know, to reading these books and then I take the gold or the nuggets out of them and I go back through my my journals, um, I can always tell the books where it's like if I go and write my journal, it's like, man, I wrote like eight, nine pages in my journal from stuff I took out of that book. So Beyond Positive Thinking is one that I always take um, a ton of great notes from. And then one that um, I just I recently read, I read this like last year, um, you know, and I know you have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to your um, Positive Punch podcast here, Jordan. So, um, mm-hmm. it's called the Entrepreneur Roller Coaster uh, by Darren Hardy. And honestly, I I wish I would have listened to that in my first year to becoming an entrepreneur. I, I don't know how it escaped me or how how <laughs> it di- it didn't get uh recommended earlier. But Entrepreneur Roller Coaster just uh, yeah, Darren Hardy. He tells a lot of funny jokes and stories from his his uh, beginnings, some very humble beginnings. So it actually. It gave me a lot of uh, uh, hope when I was starting because, you know, you, you have temporary setbacks as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur and you compare them to some of the ones he had starting out and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm well ahead of where where Darren was at. But, um, yeah, just a lot of things to help change your belief system and and just let you know, hey, what, what to expect when you're going into business. Um, you know, he just is, it's, it's just raw and he tells it like it is. So th- those are three, Jordan, I, I would recommend. Um, I recommend those to to friends and other entrepreneurs that I meet all the time. Um, and they've added a lot of value in my life for sure.
0: Awesome. That's great, Chris. And, and I, uh, yeah, those, those three I think are ones that you've recommended to me many times as well. And uh, definitely great books. So again, Chris, I want to thank you so much for, for the amazing episode and and taking the time to be here to share with our audience uh, it's been a, it's been an amazing time, you know, chatting with you as always. And uh, I look forward to having more conversations and I look forward to the audience, you know, hearing everything you had to share. And so uh, again, thank you so much. Hey, my pleasure, Jordan. And yeah, keep up the great work. I'm, I'm excited to see how
1: you've grown your, your podcast and the positive punch and no, you're doing a fantastic job, my friend.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, Chris. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the episode.